37th parallel on America's haunted highway, it's Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Pixelated Paranormal. I think it's episode 164. I probably should have checked that. I don't know why I'm second-guessing myself. But yeah, here we are, and uh, this is the precursor to what I'd like to call maybe our Halloween special, because our topic for next week is going to be a really, really fun one, really spooky, and a real deep dive, which is why we're not talking about it tonight. Because again, during the research stage, I fell into a rabbit hole and found a lot of awesome info on the subject, which we will reveal at the end of this episode. Indeed. So we, yeah. So we thought kind of like we always do, you know, it's getting a little colder outside and that chill in the air is getting a little cooler and the leaves are turning red and orange from what people tell me because I can't tell. Oh. And the sun's going down a little early. <laughs> it's going to be 530 next uh, week when sun starts to set. No shit. Mm. Wow. Damn. Well, any hoozle, that means, guys, Halloween's just around the corner. And just like we always do per usual, we're getting together tonight to talk about some of our favorite horror movies coming up for the holiday season and stuff we'd like to recommend to you, our dearest listeners. So out the gate, Steve, you got the list started, man. Um, I was just going to say we should each put a couple down, but boy, you just filled up the entire uh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> so what we'll do is we'll fine. just list our, we'll list movies and then we'll just talk about them. I think it's going to be, um, so like for, yeah, no problem. so for me, like horror movies, like I, I horror 24, seven, three sixty five. I horror 24. Yeah. I like <laughs> so, that. Horror, not horror. But, um, Mm-mm. so, Never mind. but I am I'm a sorry. horror for horror. So boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I'm not trying to sound like a hipster or some like, uh, uh, you know, that type of shit pushes the glasses up type of thing. But like, that's like when you say I'm not racist, but yeah, true, but, <laughs> but here we go. No, I get it. I get it. You know what? Let's just do this. Let's take the word hipster as a derogatory term out of the zone. <laughs> you always, you always right do now. that. <laughs> there are some dirty hipsters, but there's that's some because you too. are a hipster. <laughs> we're all, but you know we're all hipsters in, 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 in our own regard. But, um, when it comes to like horror, like the whole like, oh, it's October, so we got to be spooky now. All of a sudden, like I love Halloween, and I love the spooky season, but that doesn't mean that mm-hmm. like m- when I think of Halloween movies, I think of not not scary, not Freddy, not Jason, not Halloween mm-hmm. even. <laughs> like I don't <laughs> like. There's nothing about them that speak Halloween to me because I watch that shit all year long. So, like, for me, the actual Halloween movies that are based around Halloween, but see, I said that, but then I say about Halloween not being a Halloween movie. It's a lot of Halloweens. So you're talking about movies that you would traditionally watch only in October. Yes. For for instance, you're not going to watch Hocus Pocus. Yes, I will. I watch that movie several times a year. It's one of my feel-good movies. So it, it, it just depends. But, like, for me, like, Halloween with Michael Myers, it just takes place on Halloween. There's nothing else about it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, if you had it at Thanksgiving, like, it <laughs> wouldn't be any fucking different to me. And, and that's just my opinion, whatever. But, um, so, right out of the gate, like like you said, Hocus Pocus, a commercial fucking flop. They released it in July in, like, 90s, 
I don't know specifically, but it was like, yeah, something like that. And uh, it was just like a commercial flop. Like it did not go anywhere. Um, but they released it in July. Like, there you go. Why the fuck would you release a Halloween movie in July? Whatever. Yeah, I, I always <laughs> hate that. I always hate when they're like, hey, guys, here's a brand new horror movie. We're going to put it out in September or it's going to drop right in November Dr. or Sleep. February. Like, why Why would you do that? Yep. October, folks, is the right Like Dr. Time. Sleep. That's just a perfect example. It would have done mm-hmm. so much better if it was in October. But, um, yeah, Hocus Pocus is amazing. I mean, everybody's seen it. It's a Disney movie. It's got uh, an incredible cast funny ass writing like i don't know man like mm-hmm. i the costume design it's got the incredible doug jones in it he plays fucking what's his name um God, skipping my name now he plays a zombie guy basically the stitched mouth hocus pocus came out in 1993 three Ooh. holy shit that's crazy right there. i guess that makes sense you because thor birch she's in um uh, american beauty in like what was that 99 and she was probably at least 17, 19 in that movie, 17, 18 in that movie, mm-hmm. I would assume. Mm-hmm. But Billy Butcherson is Billy. Yeah, Billy. Yeah, Billy. He's got the whole like colonial hair going on. <laughs> yeah, <but> I don't <laughs> know. It's just, a, it's just a fun, funny movie. It captures the Halloween yeah. spirit, especially like you said, 90, what was it? 94, 93, 93. 93. That's insane. Like that came out when I was a kid. Like I had that shit on VHS and like, mm-hmm. It's so cool to see that that movie is still so big now. I mean, it's huge. Right. The marketing behind it is huge. Uh, all the merchandising, like, it's pretty awesome. Uh, and the, yeah, and do what they keep dangling that uh, long fabled sequel. Yeah, there's been a, there's been a talks of that, but I don't know. No reboots, no remakes. Just leave it be. Well, a sequel yeah, would be cool. No, it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think a sequel could do. I would think. I mean, like, I think Bill and Ted worked. <laughs> Never, no oh, one yeah. ever thought still that shit to was going to come out. But uh, <laughs> I still got to watch that. Yeah, it's fun. You know, I think that when it when it comes to like that's that would be the whole basis of my thing tonight when it comes to Halloween shit is mm-hmm. it's fun. I like it. I like the family fun aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I love yeah, looking at people's sure. costumes and stuff like that. But like when it comes to like Halloween movies, I want to watch something that's fun. So yeah, that makes sense. Man. With that, my next, my, my next uh, three are going to be fun movies too. So uh, Ernest scared, oh, yeah. stupid can't go wrong Classic. with Ernest P world. Yeah. Classic. So Burn good. Schroyer. Yeah. 1991 before you dumb dumb start yeah. guessing <laughs> so it's so it's so good if you've not um and that movie as silly and stupid as it is i mean it's in the fucking title it still holds up like it does for just like silly slapstick like i let eric watch it, my nephew and he loved it he thought it was the funniest shit ever like it's so it's so cool to see these 90s movies still you know a booger being, lips. <laughs> being, being uh you know, in, in our lives and still holding a, holding a flame, so to speak. Uh, yeah. The next movie that takes place on Hold Hall- on now. Uh, so I got some fun facts oh, okay. about Ernest Scared ahead. Stupid. Um, did you know, okay, I haven't seen the movie in a long time, but there's a scene where they start throwing pizzas at the bullies who try to attack the kids. Yeah. Those pizzas that are being thrown are reused props that were used in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Secret of the Ooze. Oh. Shocker. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Aww. And then um, another horror movie that we all held dear to our hearts, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. The Chiodo Brothers are the ones who made the trolls for Ernest Scared Stupid. They also did the makeup. I'm sorry. They also did the special effects design for the Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Right. And there's a total of 17 different trolls they had to make for that film. That's awesome. Yeah, and oddly enough, of all the Ernest movies, Ernest Scared Stupid, arguably the best Ernest movie, performed the worst in the box office. Uh, box office, because the trolls and the deaths were too disturbing for children. Nah, my dad took me to go see that in the theaters. I, I fucking ate that <laughs> shit up. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and then the last fun fact here headstones were used in the promotional posters for the film although they never make it to a cemetery which begs the question is there a deleted scene which features Trantor the Troll and Ernest in a cemetery oh. maybe perhaps there were even zombies in the film at one time wow yeah the more you know <laughs> shit segway <laughs> Hell yeah. So another movie, okay, what do you got next? keep it in vein of the 90s. In 1990, there was a movie called Spaced Invaders, and it was fun as shit. Gosh. It was a dim-witted Martians drop into a little Illinois town on the day the local radio station happens to rebroadcast Orson Welles' 1938 War of the Worlds. Now, with that, the reason why I say this is because I haven't watched this movie in a long time, but I believe that it's Halloween during that time because they're wearing the costumes and everybody thinks, oh, you're just being cute little kids in costumes. Remember that shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I uh, I haven't seen that movie since probably when I was in like first grade. Yeah, it's been it's been uh, a long I time need, for me I too. I really need to rewatch that. But every time uh, I think of it, I always think of Halloween for some reason. So I'm pretty sure yeah. that's the thing. But it's The radio station shoot. featured in that film is called W-E-L-Z or Wells based off of Orson Welles. Whoa, look at you. Yeah, speaking of or- uh, Orson Welles. Boom. So yeah, check that movie out. It's pretty cute. Yeah, that one was really great. Is it is it streaming anywhere? Do you know of? No, nah, not that I know of. Uh, like I said, Arrow, I think Arrow or, yeah. Yeah, Arrow Video, they just put out a, a brand new Blu-ray of it with a bunch of special features. Uh, but you can find the Blu-ray pretty cheap, I think, still. Yeah, I'm sure. And then we'll save the last one because what we've all we're all three going to talk about it. Uh, the, so yeah. in vain of, I guess, a Halloween movie, you would call it um, Trick or Treat, mm-hmm. 2007, awesome anthology movie. Uh, I watched yeah, this movie not one. in theaters, but I saw it in Dylan's video. <laughs> Old school. Um, <laughs> sitting there and I was like, damn. Was there still a Dylan's video back in 07? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe it wasn't Dylan's video. Maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't video Dylan's video. It was probably the, for, maybe it was the for sale movie one. Movie gallery? No, it wasn't movie gallery because I didn't live. I, I live, still lived in El Dorado in 2007. So maybe it wasn't the video department. Maybe it was just like the DVD end thing. Okay, they were selling sure. DVDs, whatever. And I saw that and I was like, oh shit, I gotta see it. So I went home and illegally downloaded it because I ain't buying that shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> that was back when people still downloaded things before streaming was invented. So it's okay. Um, <laughs> it's true though. Oh my God. It's true. Like dude, the invention of yeah. streaming, like downloads went down like crazy. Um, yeah, that's very true. So anyway, it's just five interwoven stories that occur on Halloween. 
An everyday high school principal has a secret life as a serial killer. A college virgin might have just met the guy for her. A group of teenagers pull a mean prank. A woman who loves the night has to contend with her holiday-obsessed husband. And a mean old man meets his match with a demonic supernatural trick-or-treater. And it's just a badass movie. A lot of good visuals. Um, kind of a little bit of, like, every of the little stories has, like, a different vibe to it. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's just really cool. Have you guys both seen this movie? Yeah, I've got a little uh, NECA Sam figure right now on my uh, bookshelf. A little flaming pumpkin. Hell yeah, with the with the half-eaten sucker. <laughs> He's holding the half-eaten sucker that he used to cut some guy's throat. Um, a bummer, though, that little child's play Chucky head that I got does not fit on Sam's body. <laughs> That'd <laughs> be awesome. looks like it's like about two feet long, so it doesn't fit. I was going to send you a little picture. but Okay, so hey, real quick, speaking of little people, speaking of the movie Trick or Treat, do you remember back when we talked on uh, the episode with John and Leslie about the Twilight Zone movie and that accident, terrible accident, <laughs> yeah, with Vic yeah, Morrow? Yeah. And mm-hmm. the two child actors. And you know how they were all like, yeah, you know, kids can't work after a certain time, but we just won't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. During the filming of um, Trick or Treat, they actually used little people. We're not allowed to call them midgets anymore because that's very offensive. Uh, they used little people to dress up as children in Halloween costumes because it was filmed at night and they couldn't have kids work during the nighttime. So when you watch that movie, keep an eye out. and You realize they might just be little people. Wow. And then, like you said, the stories are interwoven, and something I noticed when I watched that movie, if you watch it again, because it's an anthology, the characters from each story are featured somewhere in the background of the other intertwined stories. Not having anything to do with that specific story, but they'll be, like, walking by or, you know, doing something in the background. Yeah, it's really cool. And, of course, you know, Sam shows up in a lot of them, too, in the background, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. I love it. Sam, uh, sorry, I'm going to cut you off. Sam actually is from an animated short film called Season's Greetings by Michael Doherty from back in 1996. What? That's nuts. Yep. Yeah, I need to find that and watch it. Yeah, this was a direct-to-DVD movie, too. There was no theater for it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. It's nuts, (laughs) because you would think this movie would be a, a theater release. It's, I mean, it's packed with a lot of people that everybody knows. You know, Brian uh-huh. Cox, Dylan Baker, Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin. This, yeah, yeah it's, it's just nuts. <laughs> well, if you want, uh, speaking of actors, if you want to catch a glimpse of what the little Sam guy looks like without all his prosthetics and makeup on, when the uh, kid looks through the hole or looks through the crack in the door, I forget where it's at, but he watches some girls change in a changing room. Mm-hmm. That's actually the guy who plays Sam in the movie. <laughs> That's great. Oh, peep, peeping Tommy <laughs> is what his I, I am, IMDb is. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yep. He's credited as peeping Tommy. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a phenomenal yeah, movie. Definitely. If yeah, you have not watched it, it's if you want something that's Halloween related, there you go. And I think that one might be streaming on a couple of different platforms too. Indeed. Normally it is during this time. Heck yeah. And the last one on my list, um, not on, like we said earlier, like is Hocus Pocus you only watching Halloween? Hell no. This next movie I think will probably be in this in, in the vein of this because it's just I don't know if it's just come out at a weird time because like right now we don't have a lot of other movies to compare them to. Stuff that we're getting directly to us is 
like we're getting like a lot. Of, I don't know if you guys know this, but we're getting like a lot of shelved products, products that have been yep. put on the shelf for so long, and they're just getting put out to try to recoup some money for studios. So, mm-hmm. but this movie is not that. Um, Adam Sandler signed a deal with Netflix to do several movies his way. And that was part of his thing is like, if I'm going to sign these deals to make these movies, because Adam and his crew make movies. And when they do, you know, they're usually, you know, brought to the theaters and it's like a big event, you know, but you know, the last one that I really liked in theaters was blended. And a lot of people didn't like that movie, but I like his, I like his movies a lot because they're very family oriented, not only just like to the viewer, like, Hey, watch this with your family. But like he features a lot of his family members in it. Not just his wife, not just his his kids, but like his cut, you know, like family, like nephews, nieces, cousins, like, and I think that is so rad that he's allowed to do that with the net with the Netflix deal, and he gets to make these movies mm-hmm. that him and his team want to make, you know, the silly slapstick, the fart jokes, the boner jokes, all like all this stuff that like makes Happy Madison Productions Happy Madison Productions, and. When I heard this was being made, I was like, oh, that's going to be cool. Like, I don't want to know anything about it. So I'll just wait till it comes out. Um, and it came out and I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, my God, he's doing a voice again. Now, with Adam Sandler, everybody knows it was like his start in SNL. Like, that was his big thing is he could do like this. He would do music. He would do this like thing with his voice. Like, like that type of shit. Mm-hmm. And it stuck with him throughout his entire career. And in this movie, like with him doing this voice, I was kind of scared about it because I was like, oh, man, I don't know if it's going to click or not. But right. the best thing about H- Hubie Halloween, I guess I never said the damn n- the name of the title. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yeah. realize you didn't either. I just get into it. So yeah. with Hubie Halloween, like he does have like a weird accent sort of thing, like or just the, the, his mannerism of his voice like that. And yeah, this everything about this movie man from the from the minute it starts and you get that first cameo and i don't want to say i don't want to give too many plot lines away or like cameos or specific scenes or anything like that but there's just so much like happy madison productions put into one movie across his entire career from billy madison all the way till now and like it's just so cool to see all these people his friends doing something that they love and still having that Adam Sandler charm to it Mm -hmm. and like it's got a great message you know even for like like I don't have children but I watched it and I was like I teared up through the movie twice like I've watched I've now watched (laughs) it three times like it's quickly becoming one of my favorite favorite Halloween-esque movies and yeah, we're gonna have to buy you a, a boner donor T-shirt for right. Christmas. Eve. <laughs> yeah, dude, Shayla wants that shirt so yeah. bad. Adam Sandler's mom in this movie, we can chat about this. Yeah, and not yeah. Anything for people, she wears some really funny T-shirts. We'll just <laughs> leave it at that. Yeah. She wears some really, really humorous shirts, and that's that's one of them. And it was, and it when it comes to like, I like how, like Kevin James's character. Like, I was like, oh, God, he's going to be he's going to be trying so hard. You know what I mean? Like going all out, like mm-hmm. in a Paul Blart way or something like that. But his character wasn't like that. It was like, yeah, to, to to a degree to not distract you from the main character, you know, Hubie. But yeah. I don't know. It's just God damn. I just I'm thinking about it. And I'm, I want to talk more about it, but I don't want to give stuff away. But yeah, you just you got to watch it. It's phenomenal. It's got 
it's just it's funny as shit. Like I love it, man. I want to get a thermos. It really is, and I I hope it goes down in the annals of Halloween, you know, movies as something that is just as heartwarming as Hocus Pocus. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was thinking too. I want it to have that long lasting impression like that, and I really hope yeah. I really hope it well, does. Shayla will contest to this over anybody. Um, I love nothing more than a gory, dark twisted creature feature mm-hmm. and so that's unfortunately what she's really used to watching especially in october because i really ramp it up like you said man i i'm a 24 horror and i really wanted to watch that movie so bad because of you know your review on it and your suggestion and then she was a little apprehensive because she has to be in the right mood to watch you know movies that she knows nothing about mm-hmm. and i mean we were grinning from ear to ear the entire time laughing and everything you know and it, there wasn't a single moment where i'm like it's really getting on my last yeah. nerve you, it's you just know, like, all the cameos are great all the characters yeah are great. and like and you can tell that like that like he he him and his team like they bring such a joy a, a joy to to the crew Cause like it just, mm-hmm. it, it right it comes through the screen. Like the writing comes through the screen of like actual charm. And you could tell people are like yeah. really excited to be there. Like when that, when, that, when there's this old lady and like, it's, it's just, okay, I'm just going to say this one line. Like when you think of Billy Madison, you think of key scenes. One of the key scenes everybody thinks of is the pee in your pants. And that lady, <laughs> if yeah. peeing your pants your is pants cool, pants cool <laughs> consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what that means, but or whatever. It's like, he says some <laughs> shit. And then like the same type of scene happens again where this creepy old lady shows up <laughs> and she's wearing like a nun, a or nun. Not a nun costume. Yeah, yeah a, a nun costume. <laughs> and she goes, she goes, I'm, se- I, I'm asexual, but she gives me weird feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and, it was, and then but hubie is so much of a different character than billy madison so he's like mm, oh, well, okay i don't know <laughs> just it's just so, so yeah. funny so the old lady in that scene said she makes me horny when we were watching that tonight with the kids like my daughter started cracking up laughing and she's like did you guys just hear what that nun said and i was like I wasn't paying attention. I'm like, no. So then we had to go back and rewind it. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> should it. I, uh, should I be tickled that you're laughing at that? Or should I be concerned? I don't know. Yeah. Somebody asked me on the Terrafiles, this horror page that we're part of. He said, uh, they said, is this movie appropriate for children? And I, I mean, it's PG 13. So I don't like, there are a lot of windows, but I don't, I don't know how to answer that. I don't like, I mean, like you just said, like your like your kid heard that and laughed. Now, whether they understand the context of what that is, I don't know. But like they knew that 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 joke punchline was supposed to be funny, right? You know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. but that because that line is so funny, the reason why is because of what that lady that lady looks like. She looks very yeah. awkward and weird and like weird looking. So like it's just, like yeah, like so it's just it just made it's. Made to the viewer to know that, like, I think even if you're young and you might not understand what that word means, they're going to know that, like, that was a joke of something awkward to where awkward yeah, would well, be Yeah, well, just funny. like Billy Madison, that whole scene of peeing your pants and Miles Davis, like, I didn't know who the fuck Miles Davis was back then. <laughs> yeah, but all your parents uh, did, so they would laugh the, at it, yeah, too. Yeah, but the, yeah, and the cadence of the joke, it just made sense, because I'm like, oh, that must be some guy who's, you know, super cool, like yeah. Fonz or whatever. You know, even though I was far off, like, the joke still, I knew I was supposed to laugh at it. And I think, I think, like, 
because like I'm I'm a big Adam Sandler fan, and I, and I I know a lot of people are half and half on his movies, but like when I, and I think about a movie like this, I think about like stuff that I've heard him talk about, and like how when he makes movies with his friends, like he really mm-hmm. coins in on that. Like he's like he wants input from them and stuff like that, and like he's been friends with uh, Timmy Meadows for so long, and Rob Schneider and um, da- uh, David Spade, and like and like when they make these movies, I don't know, it just has just it literally has just this charm because you could feel that like they're that connected, you you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't right. I, it's it's like when you see Leonardo DiCaprio and Scorsese work together. They're so in tune, or De Niro and Scorsese. They're so in tune with each other. They know what each each other can bring out of out of one another. That it mm-hmm. comes through mm-hmm. on the screen so good. Like like my favorite character in, in in all of that movie is Timmy Meadows' character. Like he just cracked me up. I'm like, oh my god, because <laughs> his his comedy is so kind of dry, but really awkward. Right. Makes you really fucking awkward. But I don't know. Well, they did. They did a good job of cramming as many of his friends in the film as they could, but not just overflowing all the. Oh, and look at this person in the movie. Yeah, and look at this person. You know, because there's tons of faces that I didn't see. Yeah, the uh, Bill, um, younger Bill from It, plays the boy, the main boy, the one that younger Bill had the heart, the robot costume. Bill, no, from It. I don't think that was him. That was uh, Will. From Stranger Things. No. Really? You don't think so? Let's press and fact check Yep, I'm doing it right now. The younger Bill. Shut up, shut up. Let's not root it, all right? Let's look at cast. (laughs) Let's look at cast here. Uh, It was Tommy, correct? Fucking no press. I don't know. Damn, I'm I'm wrong though. He's not he's not in that movie because I just looked up the actor. Let's see. Tommy Schnapp played yes. Stranger Things. Sean is the winner. What? That's crazy, dude. He's (laughs) he's gotten so big. (laughs) That's nuts. Yeah, you're right. Holy shit. That's great. Step to me. Step to me. (laughs) Step to me. That is pretty nuts though because like like he he has. you know, <laughs> grown up, so to speak, because his body just forming out, you know, because he's really young. But yep, I knew it. I was watching it and I kept thinking, like, I know this guy's face from something. And then it got me thinking about season four for Stranger Things. I think they're fast forwarding everybody to the 90s. The they're 90s. Probably have to. It's probably going to take place in like 2006, as old as those kids are going to be. Especially with filming being put on halt. No, oh, I know. Fucking COVID. Preston, what did you guys think overall after uh, finishing? Yeah, it? the the kids really enjoyed it. It's uh, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's one of those great you know moments where you know as, as a parent I can just sit back and relax and just watch my kids laugh and giggle. And uh, so I mean they were cracking up the whole entire time. And even though some of it is kind of stupid comedy, which you know some of us as adults have kind of grown out of, like you know going back now and watching like Billy Madison. On my own, mm-hmm. that's kind of a hard movie to watch. Like it hasn't held up with time. But then if I go back and watch it with the kids, hearing them laugh and crack up at the stupid jokes, you know, makes makes me yeah. laugh and crack up. So we, we, I'm imagining that's how it was watching it with my parents yeah. too. So we had a, we had a really good <laughs> night with it. Um, it's a good family movie. So 
Good. I'm glad. Shit, yeah. That was my main thing is like, I really hope that kids will watch this with their parents. I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. And it, it just gives me a lot of hope for what he'll go on to do next because that date night movie with Jennifer Aniston that he did mm-hmm. um, with like the murder mystery, that, that was a really funny movie too, man. Yeah. That thing was full of great humor and action and everything else. So, And I, and I think, oh, yeah. that, you know, we, we can't go on without um, we're talking about movies. Like it's a scary time right now. AMC's talking that they're running out of money for the theaters. Really? Yeah. AMC? Yep. Uh, Regal's already shut their doors. They, they say indefinitely, but that just means like indefinitely till something happens to what they know what they're going to yeah. do. Um, because like, if you think about, it, I mean like all the, the big movie that was supposed to start again was that 007 garbage. And now mm-hmm. they push that back. So then another movie backed out another movie, another movie. Why do you hate 007? It's not that I hate it. It's just like, man, give somebody else a fucking try, Craig. Come on. You know what I mean? Like give somebody, <laughs> like I thought Idris Elba would be amazing. Like that dude is a yeah. beast. He's such a good actor. Yeah, but this it is a, this yeah. is a Daniels yeah. Craig's like last one. And typically people sign on to do like five or six Bond films before they do a new actor. Mm-hmm. So like Pierce That's Bronson true. had a fuck ton. Fucking Sean Connery had like 20. And then Roger Moore. Uh, there's only yeah, that one. Roger had a lot. There's only that one guy in the 80s that nobody liked that he only had like one or two. But, uh, you know, Craig, <laughs> Craig is, is holding in the towel after this. I one. mean, it is like Wait. it looks cool and everything. It's just it's not like a movie that I'm like, going to go to the theaters and see. It'll be something I'll stream if I see it one day or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it does look like a bit of a red box or two. But too. but it, but movie theaters in general, like <laughs> it's scary shit, man. Like I yeah, when I see what Mulan's doing. With Disney, you know, Disney's Disney and they're going to do whatever the hell they want. And get oh, away. you mean ruining cartoons? <laughs> get uh, get away with it. Uh, push aside what you think of the movie or how it was filmed or where it was filmed and live action versus animation, whatever. Push all that shit aside. The fact is, is that we are in a streaming, a streaming yeah. conscious yeah, a society. Uh, society right yeah. now. We pay memberships for that content. Um, you know, Disney, I don't have Disney plus, but I think Disney plus is like what? Eight ninety nine a month, 10, nine ninety nine a month. Seven ninety nine. Yeah. And that's, that's a phenomenal deal for as much stuff mm-hmm. as on there. But then like, then with this new movie, you know, they kind of took advantage of the situation of COVID <laughs> and yeah. put Mulan up there and you can rent it. That's great. You can get on voodoo. You can get on movies anywhere, whatever, any service you want, iTunes rent the movie, but not, you can only do that after it's been on Disney Plus exclusively for so long. And that would make sense. If you were to stream it, you're already paying that membership. No. Your membership got you an invitation. Right. You still got to spend to stream 20, it. $24.99. But no, $29.99, sir. Oh, $29.99. That movie was $29.99 to rent on top of the $8.99 that you're already, or $7.99 you're already paying. Uh, you know, so I, I was I, like, no, you got to pay that Disney tax. Yeah, yeah that's man. a slippery slope. So there, there was a, um, right when all this bullshit happened, um, was it Hollow Man? Invisible Man? Invisible? <laughs> yeah, Hollow Man? Now, I know it. I mean, to be fair, Hollow Man was right. the original. Uh, I want to see the Invisible Man, but Hollow Man has a Kevin CGI Bacon. penis of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, shut your Just mouth. Saying. But so, so when that, when that, uh, when that first came out, we rented it and, um, you know, just the price of renting it because it was a brand new movie, you know, that 
hit theaters. Um, How much was it? Was it was like 23 bucks, 24 bucks, which honestly... It's nineteen ninety nine, which is the price of. Oh, get your facts. Yeah, right. it, it might be nineteen ninety nine now, but at the time, like no, it was twenty dollars. Trolls two and <laughs> Invisible Man both came out, and we're both twenty dollars. Yeah, it was like kind of like enticing people to to try it out. But Pre- Preston's right, mm-hmm. though. Now right. they're charging more. The whole my whole point is on all that. It's the same price as you know for two adults. Like so, if me and the missus want to yeah. go, yes, it, it's that is sa- where it makes sense. It, so it's the same price. So it's not like I'm getting off any cheaper. What bothers me about that whole thing is it, it's the experience of going to the theater. Like I don't, exactly. I don't want my children to grow up in a world where they don't, they can't go to a date night and take a lady out or, you know, have their boyfriend take them out to a movie and have popcorn and just have that exactly. experience of growing, going out with a group of friends and like seeing a movie. Cause I mean, there were like summers where me and my best friend went like, what are we going to do today? Oh, let's go see the Hulk. Dude, we watched that fucking shitty angly Hulk movie. <laughs> I don't know how many fucking times, like, you know, days on days because it was fucking something cheap and something to do. But it's the fact that I had those memories that like I went to the yeah. theater and, and now we're running into the dilemma of my children aren't going to have that or the future generations it's, aren't going to have that. It terrifies me. Yeah. That is it shitty. does. Like, yeah. I, I remember watching the Punisher with John Travolta and Thomas Jane uh, four times in theater because I went with my best buddy Seth um, and watched it, and it was so good. I convinced Shayla, like, you really got to go watch this because we were, you know, we weren't married back then. Uh, I took her to see it. Then I took my buddy Tony to see it. And then I want to say I went back and saw it a fourth time uh, with another friend who hadn't seen it. And you're right. Those are fun memories, yeah. man. Just sitting back there, cutting up. Stephen and I, uh, we have an experience in a movie theater at the uh, East Warren that I can't say on this show because it's not it's not appropriate to tell the story anymore. But it's one of my favorite memories of all time. Uh, Stephen said something very offensive on accident. Uh, he did not know who was sitting behind him, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he he probably would have gotten murdered for saying it yeah, in this day and age. It wasn't sure. anything racist. All let me let me preface that it wasn't anything like egregious. But, yeah. Just a, a, but it have been very sensitive joke. now because of where we're at. Yeah. But like movie theaters, just movie theaters in general, man. Like I've done so many things in in movie. I mean, like I've when Titanic came out when I was young, I saw that shit like seven times. I saw it. I went three days. Yeah, well, two days. Yeah, back to back two days. Mm-hmm. I watched that movie. I bought tickets. I had my dad buy me tickets for the first showing immediately after watch it again. Then I went back the next day, did the same thing again. Wow. It was fucking insane. And then I went and saw it a couple more times. Like, I love that shit. I love marathon, like marathons in theaters. I've seen Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Uh, Matrix. Like, I fucking love that shit. Like, one of my favorite memories is watching the Harry Potter marathon with our buddy Chris, um, a fan of the show. And, they were doing like a huge thing up to Deathly Hollows Part Two, and they yeah. did a two a two day event. They watched four movies this day, four movies the next day, and when Cornelius Fudge is like, "He's back," talking about Voldemort being back, I go mm-hmm. really loud, like, because you got to think in this theater with this marathon, you're in there with fans, like people that are yeah. die hard loving this shit. Mm-hmm. They've seen the movie a million times. You got people. 
running up and down, running up and down the aisles, fucking having wand fights and lightsaber fights and <laughs> the people in costumes. It's right. so rad. And like, so yeah. when that happened and he said, he's back, I was just like, no shit. Like really loud, like with my hands and the whole theater cracked up laughing. <laughs> or like when you go to the Marvel movies, you go to the Marvel movies and yeah. you see something so amazing. Like, you know, someone, somebody that you didn't think was going to pick up this weapon or show up and you're like, Oh, I need you hear the whole crowd you know, clapping and screaming and laughing. Like you yeah, will not feel that's... that energy sitting on your fucking couch next to the kids that you probably despise. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> like it's Damn. true though. Like yeah, the, the theater I, is so and... important. Yep. Watching, so important. Um, watching the first of the final two Avengers movies was that, that was a uh, infinity war, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dude, going, the... going to them movies with you with mm-hmm. um brady like i dude there's that's so fun like yeah that's true uh shayla and i went and watched opening night you know because i couldn't watch a marvel movie on a friday i had to catch those late night thursdays can't get the spoilers yep and i remember like we sat in the middle of the theater the the big big screen at 13th warren and like the dude sitting next to me was just stoic the entire time no highs no lows just arms crossed staring at the screen and like, you know, you're watching a movie and there's strangers next to you. And there's something about that atmosphere of like looking over at somebody and having that moment of like, holy shit, did you see that? And the whole movie, he just didn't even budge. And I'm Ugh. like, I hope I'm not annoying this guy, you know, as animated as I am and how mm-hmm. much I'm hooting and hollering. And then uh, at the very end when that, you know, uh, the pager goes off and it's got that symbol on it. Yeah. He stood up and goes, oh, my God. <laughs> And then, like, I stood up, and I was like, what? And he turned to me and grabbed my shoulders, and he's just like, holy shit. All that anticipation and, the whole movie yeah, is building yeah, up and I'm like, oh, my God, there he is. Yeah. And tell <laughs> this me, man is alive. Yeah. And tell me how you would experience that at home. Uh, annoying the piss out of Shayla and then explaining to her why I got excited. Yeah. She doesn't know who any of these people are. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, and I mean, you know what? Um, watching Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse and seeing the, uh, you know, that one version of Peter Parker that gets killed in the very beginning of the movie, uh, and then just crying because my childhood hero died on the big screen, and then hearing uh, Stan Lee's little monologue about mm-hmm. you know being a hero in a mask, like I I bawled like a baby twice in that movie, and I'm proud to say that. It's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, you got a good point, man. And plus, all the horror fests we've been to, dri- the drive-in's been a blast. Uh, but, you know. It's not the same. Theater. It's not the uh, same. It's got its pros. You and I can say the dumbest fucking dick yes. and fart jokes uh, and not be, you know, booed out of the fucking theater. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, last night but, when we watched Friday the 13th, what was it, part? Five. Five, six, and then some of seven. Seven, yeah. We can never make it to the third movie. World Men, retired. <laughs> <laughs> Seven is my favorite of all of them because of how fucking just goofy it is. Although five is in the running. Five, all in all, fantastic fucking movie. Yeah, I loved um, that movie when I watched I'm it. Glad it was my first time watching gonna, it all the way. Yeah, I'm glad you brought it up because I was going to bring, uh, suggest everybody watch that. If nobody, I got the burps. If nobody has seen Friday the 13th Part 5, you should really do yourself a favor and watch it. And then if you've watched it before and think it's not great, I might argue that you should watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, rewatch it knowing the twist uh, that is in that movie. 
I loved it. And I really oftentimes boycotted that one because it's not, you know, I won't ruin anything. Yeah. Well, for <laughs> me, for it. me, like, so, I'm not a fan of Friday the 13th. You know that. Yeah. And I, I, the first movie, I was like, I remember after the movie, I was like, I, I love that. That fucking twist was awesome. I was like, this, yeah. and I remember I was sitting there, I was like, what the fuck is this M. Night Shyamalan ding dong shit? Because <laughs> like, it's so like twisty, yeah. but I I loved it. And then the next movie, I was like, oh, it wasn't that great. And then the seventh one was a little better because it's just, you're right. It's silly. I'm like, what? This TV, why? Yeah. <laughs> having, yeah. Having, having a psychic, a telekinetic person yeah. fight Jason is just goofy as shit. But it's, I don't know. It's, it's fun, man. But yeah, the, the, the theater in general, driving theater is fun. We have a lot of fun going there. Um, Next week is our last one for the for the the season, but I God, I really hope theaters don't go away, man. That's that's just bums me out so much. It's like my favorite thing to do. Yep, that's true. And uh, speaking of, they announced the the third de- uh, ship. They announced the details for the third Spider Man movie in um, Tom Holland's series, and it's going to be a live action Spider Verse film. Hmm. Like they announced today that uh, now, I mean, I only saw on one website, one comic book news website, Andrew, apparently they got first fucking dibs on the story and Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire have been signed. <laughs> Hell yeah. Emo Spider-Man. It's going to be tight. Yeah. And then uh, Jamie, because Jamie Foxx got announced first. He's going to be coming back. And as Electro? Electro. Tight. I liked him as and Electro. And they're like, and he's like, but guys, this could be a different version of Electro. Oh, uh, okay. You know, I'm not saying... But, I mean, that's a red herring because everyone has already said going into this, like, dude, you guys need a live action. Not to overshadow Spider-Verse, which is getting its own sequel, but do your own, you know, with these I'm characters. Fucking, they I'm have, ready, they have, dude. I, they have I the like, right to come. Yeah, I like all three of them for different reasons. So Yeah, they've got the right to come back at least once more and, and don the mask, you know, because... Toby it started it. <laughs> yeah, man. Spider-Man, in my Spider-Man opinion, started too. this superhero shit, man. Which shit was crazy. For, you know, the re, reboot, re revival of superhero movies. Yeah, because yeah, they were back. Yeah. You know, big back in the day. But like, this, well, yeah. Spider-Man Two is <laughs> the universe we know now. Yeah, forever changed by that nerdy little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Raimi's Spider-Man Two is one of my favorite superhero movies yeah. of all time. Uh, I thought that was amazing. It's bomb. It still holds yeah. up too. It's a, it's an outstanding film. Preston, uh, what do you think, man? Spider-Man having all those guys in there. Yeah, I'm down for it. Um, just because like they've been teasing like the Sinister Six uh, for so long, and the fact mm-hmm. that they're bringing like all these villains and you know one whoa that you're you're gonna get like this kind of two for one, <laughs> like you're getting you know, into the Spider-Verse, but then you're also getting the Sinister Six at the same time. Wait, what if you get the Sinister... What if that's how they make a Sinister Six, is bringing six villains yeah. from all three dimensions? Holy shit. Yeah. Buckle in, folks. This podcast yeah. has got three hours longer. Yeah. I was like, so fucking off the rails. All the, all Steve, the listeners are like, Steve what? Steve just muting the, the mic and is walking out of the yeah. room. Boner, donor. <laughs> Everybody oh, is just like, why are... Now we're talking about Spider-Man? <laughs> right, right. Well, you know what? This is an easy listening episode, yeah. folks. You don't yeah. have to commit to anything. And look, to Agreed. be fair, um, Sam Raimi, best horror director of all time, um, did you know do Spider Man? So it's kind of horror related. He's directing the new uh, Doctor Strange movie into the uh, what was it called? Uh, 
oh shit, the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, yeah, or something? Uh, Doctor Strange and the uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness. That'll be fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's directing that one, which is awesome. And they've said this is the first official MCU horror film. Whoa! So it's better to than be... Cumberbatch. <laughs> but anyway, speaking of horror films, let's get back on track. To one of my personal recommendations, I hope everybody can find a way to watch this movie. The Wicker Man with if, Nicolas Cage? No. If you have, <laughs> I think it might be streaming on uh, one or the many of the services. If it's not, pay a couple bucks on Prime, pay a few bucks to rent it, and please watch the 1979 Gonzo classic, Tourist Trap. Garbage. Oh, no, I'm joking. We had a lot of fun you with this movie. <laughs> Preston, have you seen Tourist Trap? I have not. Oh, yeah. it's awesome Gosh. I gotta see how much that shit is on voodoo and then I will I'll send you some cash to add it to the okay. account it's not gonna uh, be another sh- like it. it's not gonna be another shiver is it buddy you only watched 15 minutes of shivers I got 25 <laughs> minutes into it and I didn't finish it either so I can't answer that question <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep but no tourist trap is this awesome movie from 1979 it's your classic you know 70s and 80s horror movie a group of you know Later age teens, early 20-something-year-olds uh, have car trouble. They break down in front of this roadside museum, which is what? A wax museum. Boom. And they go in, and they meet the really creepy, creepy shop owner. And then it's mixed with, I mean, that, right? We know that trope. But also, God, potentially... here's what, Okay, let's back it up here. Uh-huh. Say we're driving. Okay. We're going somewhere. By the way, you can rent this movie on Prime Video for three ninety nine. Okay. Okay. So, say we're driving somewhere, you know, we've taken multiple road trips together, and we see yeah. Wax Museum, and we think, uh-huh. oh, that'd be cool to check out, let's go there. You walk in the door, you're getting ready to pay your admission, and you see somebody working there that's as creepy as that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to be like, nah, dude. Let's, let's. Imagine Herman Munster, like, but not charming at all, just instant. Like, it's instantly uh, like, no, we're getting the fuck out of here. Because you know yeah. something greasy is going to go down. I do not understand <laughs> why these idiots like, stick around. Yep. But yeah. anyway, go on. Well, okay, so you've got all that. Plus, you've got somehow, somehow you've got mannequins that have telekinetic, psychokinetic powers. Mm. You've got maybe some kind of possessed mannequins killing people. And then, of course, you've got a masked maniac running around doing all sorts of dastardly deeds to these kids. It is a fantastic film. Steven and I watched this movie the best uh, during way. one of our, yeah, one <laughs> of our, uh, <laughs> the best way in an antique theater <laughs> uh, late at night, probably about 1030 at night during a movie club we're in. And uh, I had seen it before on, I think, Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah, it might be free on uh, Shudder. If anybody has Shudder, it should be on Joe Bob's uh, Last Drive in Season 1. It's got an amazing soundtrack, so amazing. I just got it in the mail today on a blood-red vinyl. Mm. But you got to watch it. I can't say anything else about it without ruining anything. But, yeah, I mean, just to see how creepy yet slightly suave Chuck Connor is in that film. Chuck plays the lead character named Dr. Slaw or not Dr. Mr. Slawson of Slawson's Roadside Museum. Ah, it's so good. What year is it from? 1979? 79. Yeah. Yeah, Full Moon Pictures has the rights to it at this point. I don't know if it was a Full Moon film originally or not. But, that mask is so fucked. It, it really I'm is. I'm trying it's to just... find a, a, 
a key screenshot of a car, <laughs> but I can't find it anywhere. <laughs> damn it! But yeah, it's so good. If if you just want to watch, you know, just another cookie cutter nineteen seventies eighties horror movie that is just pleasant all the way through, you got to check out Two Trap. It's just batshit crazy. That's fucking awesome yeah. that you have that. Uh, you have that soundtrack. Yeah, just came in the mail today, and uh, I put it on as soon as it came in, and I actually drew uh, that that token picture of that mannequin face for tomorrow's uh, horror portrait. Oh, you'll have to tag Leaf, and he'll love it. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will for sure. But yeah, that, and then, uh, guys, if you haven't watched the movie The Fly with Jeff Goldblum, the remake of the original, please do yourselves a favor. If you want just a wonderful creature feature, you've never watched The Fly, do yourself a favor. Cronenberg is, you know, at the top of his game during this film. I don't know yet if he was at the top of his game for Shivers, but definitely top of his game for The Fly. That movie is... Um, I remember watching that movie as a kid and just being so blown away by it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like being like almost like... like not so much like scared, but like just creeped out. Like I felt sick. Well, it's because, a body horror film. Yeah. That's like, what it is, oh my God. Know? It's just, and just the thought of that. Cause like when I was younger, I was always thinking of like, cause I was like obsessed with like Egon and like Egon was my favorite ghostbuster. So like he was always trying to like build inventions and shit like this. So like I was always getting like old computer parts, like not computer, mm-hmm. but like electronics parts, speakers, stereos, so I guess, and like taking the circuit boards out of it and act like I was going to make some shit. And to think that I was going to accidentally make this machine that would transform me into a fly. <laughs> oh Fuck me up, man. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I, well, I wish I could have had a time machine to go back and watch it. Like, like fucking, fucking Legos and a toaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some random hip-hop CD in your fucking Discman. Yeah, no shit. Just going hard. That's great. And another solid soundtrack, man. I've got that shit on vinyl, too, on a red. No, I'm sorry, on a green vinyl, this one. Yeah, Brady, the son of a bitch, he got a special edition one that has a lenticular 3D image on the front of it, but it's cool. It's not movie quality, but it'll do. And that was uh, one of those. Speaking of him, he. I was going to say, speaking of him, he just got that uh, awesome Friday the 13th massive collection. Brand new. Everybody in the world's freaking out about it. It looks incredible. Yeah, and that is on sale on Amazon for one thirty instead of the one fifty that you have to pay for. Uh, oh my god, there it is! <laughs> That's the picture right there, Steve. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Save that and put it on the show notes. People are like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so oh, good. It's too good. Yeah, yeah, Preston. I'll uh, I'll see what that is on Voodoo, and I'll shoot you some cash to. to oh yeah, that. man. It's too good. I almost bought it on Blu-ray, but. As much as I love it, I don't need it. Yeah. So having it on the voodoo is good enough to watch. So, but the the yeah, those are my two suggestions: uh, the craziness that is tourist trap and the wonderful creature feature body horror of the fly. Preston, what do you got? You got anything to suggest? Yeah. Uh, so back to uh, shivers. To be fair, um, <laughs> you know, you you'd given me the uh, digital download code for that, and so you know, Jeffrey yeah. and I like to watch horror movies together. So even when it's like not Halloween, like, you know, we'll sit there and try to find like we like the B movies, like the really shitty ones. So I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, Sean gave me this digital download code and um, it's just like, you know, it's supposed to be this really good horror movie from the 70s. Let's watch it. And so, you know, we started up and like the very first scene, it's basically like this old professor dude 
and he's uh, in this apartment and he's like choking out a teenage girl and it's kind of rapey and uh so probably well no he's yeah it's it's full yeah, on rapey yeah. without rape <laughs> and uh so probably not the best uh, movie to watch with the misses and she was just like dude what the fuck are we watching and i'm like um yeah l- and you blamed it on me i did you? and then i'm like let's let me google it real quick and then uh, and they're like so the original working title in canada was orgy of the blood parasites and then she, I, I told <laughs> the her that name is ridiculous. And then she just looked at me and I'm like, ah, I you know, want to watch something else. That's, that's what that look is. And she's like, uh-huh. So we did. So <laughs> we, we made it about 20 minutes in, but uh, I, I mean, it's a wild ride for uh, 20 minutes. So I, I, you know, where did you watch this movie? At? Voodoo. Is it free or do you have it on your account? No, I got it on my account. Oh, cool. Yeah. But, uh, uh, Sounds interesting. Favorite vampire movie, I, I think, if you want a really good vampire movie and you haven't ever seen from dusk till dawn, like you have to watch that. That's like mm-hmm. by by all means, like the best vampire movie of all time. Incredible uh, movie. I mean, you got mm-hmm. uh, George Clooney, Quentin Tarantino. It's directed by Robert Rodriguez. And then you get Juliet Lewis is yeah, in Juliet it. Lewis, uh, Harvey Keitel, Tom Savini. Uh, and then there, you know, it's one of uh, what's his name's first movies, um, Danny Trejo, yeah, had a birthday the other day, and uh, then, also uh, some Hayek oh, with the yeah, snake. Cheech, oh. Cheech, Cheech Marin is in there, and he plays like the best, he plays like the best part because he's like this guy outside of, of a titty club in Mexico. This is my shit right here, I got it. I know this whole fucking scene. Do it, dude. do it, do it. <laughs> oh Jesus, yeah, do it. <laughs> so and so, on. I can't do it because I can't, I can't mimic his accent, and I'm gonna come off as you know bad. <laughs> like you whatever the word it. is. No, here's yeah. This is not being racist. This yeah. is quoting a film. Yeah, it's like okay. So there's a guy sitting outside, and uh, he's kind of like the the hype man for this club called the Titty Twister, which is in the middle of Tijuana, New York, Tijuana, it's Mexico. Got, and so it's got and, like the neon lights of a girl yeah. with these big old <laughs> like, titties. Yeah, like that the, are twisted, like the girls, 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 <laughs> yeah. shit like that. And he's sitting outside, and then he's like gives this whole what he calls a pussy speech, and he's like, "Come on in, pussy lovers, we got." Mexican pussy, white pussy, African pussy, clean pussy, smelly pussy, cat pussy, chicken pussy, and he just goes on and on and on, like all these types of pussy, so to speak. And then he yeah. and he comes out and he's like, he's like working the whole crowd, and he looks like right and 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 he's like right in the crowd, and he's like, he's like, we're running a special on pussy. You get two pieces of pussy for the price of one pussy. <laughs> and he's like, if you could find pussy anywhere cheaper, fuck it. And he looks right at the camera. God. It's such uh, a, it's uh, that movie is so damn good. It is. Because it has amazing special effects in it and a fucking gun. That's a cock piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tom Savini has. I think he probably designed that shit. I would imagine. <laughs> like, I think he did. And he probably still a, has it. <laughs> it's a belt. It's a belt. And like, there's a part where like somebody's going to attack him and he like puts it out and he's like sitting there and he hits the, his belt buckle and it pops down. There's like a gun. It looks like a dick and balls. It's incredible. <laughs> like it's so good. <laughs> but that movie's bloody as shit. Uh, it, yep. if, oh man. Like it, it has the, it starts off kind of like a, you know, uh, natural born killers vibe, Delmon Louise vibe, you know, like two dudes on the run, and then it switches it up 
they get to Mexico and it turns into a horror movie. And I thought that was so brilliant when I watched that back in the day. Still, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. It's one of my favorites. And uh, Tito and Tarantula yeah. do the soundtrack, and uh, it's like uh, they're this. Uh, yeah, when they when when and then, like they're in the band, they're in the fucking movie as vampires doing the doing yeah. the instruments, playing like <laughs> bodies as the instruments. That's incredible. Like I love that movie so much. Oh, oh I forgot all about that. Great. Yeah, yeah, they play it's the, silly as the, shit. The guitars that have like the strings. And the, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's like humans, but yeah, dude, it's. And it's like so fuck good. you, good night, and then they explode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they explode. <laughs> oh damn! I want to watch that movie now so bad because it is so fucking good. I've not watched it's the good. the TV series. I didn't. I watched the second one, but not any of the other ones. But that first one, man, God, yeah, it's so good. Um, I thought the. Uh, I don't know. I thought the TV series, like they, they didn't copy enough of the first movie, but then they were trying to give like too much like folklore, too much history. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh And it it just deviated too much and it just got like too weird. And uh, so I I didn't like the TV show. I mean, I stuck, stuck around and watched like the, you know, two seasons on Netflix and I was like, this is shit. So but first movie, <laughs> hands down, one of the best vampire movies. Go fucking watch it. Shayla got us a cabin a couple years ago. Um, oh, gosh, in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. Beautiful cabin, secluded, just relaxed. And we were watching TV one night, flipping through the channels, and that movie was on. So we watched Dust Till Dawn in the middle of our little secluded cabin one night. Was it edited? No, it was oh, on. Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah, it was on like a movie channel. Yeah. Cool. So. Yep. Another good vampire movie is John Carpenter's Vampires. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Yeah. Fucking love that shit. Best vampire movie ever? Fright Night. The remake or the original? Ah, the original. Remake is solid. But uh, no, I'm not going to say it's the very best because there are some that, you know, do a good job as well. But it's my favorite one of all time. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I actually found the graphic novel of the sequel at the uh, comic book store down the street from my house. Uh, <laughs> nerd and Lurie. What else you got, Presto? Cabin in the Woods is one. Oh, God. If you haven't ever watched it, you need to get off your ass right now and go watch Cabin in the Woods. It is yep. so fucking good because it is everything you love about horror movies all yeah. wrapped up into one. It breaks the stereotypes while being a yep. stereotype. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's, it's yeah, insane. Like, and launched with the original trailer that made you think you were literally yeah, literally just going to watch a horror movie about some drunken sex-addled teens going exactly. to a cabin in the woods. And you <laughs> thought that the, like, the star power person was going to be Thor. Yeah. Hemsworth yeah. dude. But it was the pothead. building it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's one of the stereotypes. But I don't want to give anything away in that movie because, like... Sean, we watched that in theaters together. Again, yeah, a theater, a theater experience. And we were like, um, what? Like when the twist and then another twist, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, because the girls wanted to watch it. And we were just like, yeah, whatever. Like, worst case, it's just a slasher film where people are going to get killed in a cabin. And then there were several times when we cried out, oh, and like looked at each other. Um, yeah. One scene happens with a motorcycle. And I think we both stood up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like we we were fucking insane on that shit. Yeah. Like it's so, so good. Yeah. I can't remember. Gosh. So after we watched this movie, I was like, oh my god, I gotta I gotta learn more about it. All the there's a scene where 
shit's going down and you're trying to pick apart all these different horror movie monsters and you're like, mm-hmm. oh my God. So like, and I'm, but I was like, there's something about that movie with the writing and the casting and all this shit. And then I got home, looked it up and yep. boom, there it was. Writers, Joss Whedon. That was it. That's all I needed to know. Cause it, because of his writing on Buffy and Dollhouse and Avengers, like that writing is so solid. Yeah. And it fucking transcended in this movie. Oh, it's so good. It's one of my favorites, man. Yeah, I loved it. Preston, what do you like about it? I mean, what what does it for you about that movie? I, I think it, it, because it's like... The two-way mirrors? Yeah. No, I think it's... It, or the merman? So it's like... All the... Like, when you watch, like, okay, so it, it's poking fun of all the horror movies that we love. So it's poking fun of Evil Dead. It's poking fun of Friday the 13th. It's poking fun of The Ring. And as you're watching these movies, like, you never get a good explanation. Like, how the fuck in, like, the real world could something like this ever take place? Like, you know, how could the events of The Ring, like, really happen? And then here's this movie that's actually explaining it. And, you know, the the two guys that are kind of running the experiment, like, just, like, the, the back-and-forth conversation, the bet-taking Um, that little surprise at the end with the actress that like is basically, if you don't, if you, if you are one of those people that are like, you know, women never had it fair in Hollywood in the eighties and blah, 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 hands down this actress fucking hero for me when it comes to female actors, like, I don't care what you say. She is the top female actor in the United States. Like she made the eighties. They fucking brought her in. She fucking knocked it out of the park. Um, hands down. (laughs) So Mm-hmm. Yep. It's Pretty bomb, man. I'm so um, I want to watch a movie now. Thinking about it. Yeah, I so I Gosh, bought like a, when I first got signed up for Voodoo, I bought one of those. It was like 25 action movies for like 12.99, and there none of them are action <laughs> movies, right? Like Cooties is in there. No, none of them. And were. then like I'm like, hey Sean, what's this cabins in the wood? And you're like, oh, you gotta watch it. So then I watched it. and I was like, holy fuck. I was basically Gabe uh, on The Office explaining Suspiria to Aaron. That's how I described it to Preston. It turns the horror industry on its head, Preston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it takes everything you thought you knew about the horror genre and turns it on its head. <laughs> yeah, that's solid. If anybody uh, has not yet watched that, please, if you just keep avoiding it because it looks goofy, it is anything but. It's such a fucking banger. It is. It's so good. I'm thinking of key scenes I want to talk about, but I'm like, nope, can't, I know. can't, I, can't. Me too, man. I might so watch weird. it tonight before I go to bed. My little, my little Betty Bye movie before I pass out. <laughs> well, the last film I want to mention real quick that if anybody is like me and they've waited 30 years to watch this movie, you guys should really check out An American Werewolf in London. I've never watched that movie from start to finish in its entirety. I've seen the key scene. I've seen the transformation a hundred times forward and backwards. I've watched documentaries about the key scene of him transforming, but never watched the movie from start to finish. Shayla and I all watched it the other night, and what a great film. What did you, what, uh, what year was that released? Is that the original, original? Because I remember there was one in like the 90s. So 90s. Uh, there was a sequel in yeah, the Yeah, the sequel was in 97, and it's an American werewolf in Paris. Paris, that's uh, it. Yeah. Which is, I, I enjoyed that one, which. I didn't realize, you know, because I saw the Paris one when I was a kid. I'm like, holy fuck, there's another one. I got to go watch it. <laughs> I've never yeah, seen this. I've never seen 19... either one of them. 
1981. Hmm. Yeah, and it it's oh, it's it's really good. It's really good. It sits at a seven and a half on uh, IMDb, which is pretty crazy because you know it's a horror movie. So that's pretty pretty decent score for a yeah. horror film directed by John Landis. Uh, also, you know, he's tied. Wow, came full circle. Landis was attached to that horrible accident that happened on the Twilight Zone movie. Mm-hmm. And I think didn't John Landis help Michael Jackson on on the Thriller video? Yeah, I think so. I'm yeah, pretty, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, because Michael saw the uh, American Werewolf in London and wanted to have a similar transformation scene in his music video. So I'm pretty sure Landis, yeah, helped him out on that. But. Yeah, solid, uh, solid werewolf film takes place in England. It really captures that whole atmosphere of being in rainy ass England. That's probably offensive. It'll get cut out, but uh... what rainy ass England? <laughs> yeah, how's that offensive? It's true. I don't yeah, know. somebody's probably been. Yes, that's very true. But if we have okay, let's put it this way: if we have English listeners from England, we do. They're not going to get mad about that. Yeah, we do for real. Who? Yeah, we do for real. The analytics, yeah, on, yeah, we've had the analytics on Facebook say that we have uh, people in Australia, people in New Zealand, which we know who they are, and people <laughs> in Great Britain. Nice. See, so they're not giving a shit because they're cool. They don't get bent out of shape over stupid <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's really good, man. It makes me want to go to England. Me too. God, I would yeah. love. I'm I'm so obsessed with. Their media, like movies yeah. and TV, <laughs> all that shit, dude. It's their comedy, everything. I just, I envision going over there and I'm just going to like live a life like Derek. <laughs> <laughs> you could. You could literally go work at, a, at one of those nursing homes that Derek takes place at. God, no shit. Uh, well, anyway, that movie is what inspired me to choose a topic for our next episode, possibly episodes, depending on how big this beast end up, ends up becoming. Um, so yeah, next episode, guys, 165, we're going to do a very interesting deep dive into the lore of werewolves. And you should go watch and Brotherhood uh, of the Wolf, too. Should they, though? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk more about that on the episode. I hated that movie. You seem to like it. So oh, I fucking love that movie. Siskel and Ebert give it one thumbs up and one thumbs down. Yeah, well, fuck them. I'm excited for this next episode because I don't know much about werewolves. Um, yeah, but I you know I just I, I think they're kind of cool. Whole werewolf well, vampire thing is kind of like I never really got into it too much, but I like hearing about it. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man! Brotherhood of the Wolf has a seven out of ten on IMDb. Uh, yeah, because it's fucking amazing. Okay. God, you need to calm down. What is that on? Calm down. <laughs> Brother of the Wolf. Brotherhood of the Wolf. Brotherhood. Yeah. Brotherhood, Brotherhood of, the of the Wolf. It's a French film. The cinema cinematography is amazing. Um and just the twenty twenty two thousand one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at that shit. Oh my god, look at that Assassin's Creed looking ass shit from Brotherhood. <laughs> Them hats. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch this. You have this on your voodoo? No, I don't. I, I wish. Well, how did you let him watch it? Oh, I don't know how the fuck he watched it. I watched that movie um, at my buddy James's house one night with my friend Tony. Oh, nice. Yep, Tony and I watched that at James's house probably back in like 2002. Did Tony like it? 
I don't remember. I remember thinking it was going to be something other than what it was. Tony, write in and tell us if you like the movie or not. (laughs) (laughs) However, before we saw that movie, we were going to Quick Trip to get snacks, and I accidentally dropped... um, Let me set this back up. We were getting snacks, and I was going to get cheese dip, salsa, and bags of chips. So I had a bag of chips under each arm. I was holding the salsa. Wait, were you going to do like the welfare nachos where you put it all in the bag and squirt it all into the bag together? (laughs) No, I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) You've never seen people do that shit? It's crazy. Yeah. They'll load that bitch up with cheese. They're called walking tacos. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, the funny thing about it, though, is that people figured out, like, that was never a thing that Dorit... Doritos and Fritos, they never made the little bigger bags with the walking tacos label on it. People would go in there and they would think, oh, I'm going to make some tacos or some nachos. And you go to the counter and you buy your little, you know, typical bag of round tortilla rounds and put them in the little case. And they're like, no, I want to go get a fucking bag of hot Cheetos or the nacho cheese Doritos. And then they'd go over to that machine and put it in there. It's genius. <laughs> so then they were like, then, so then these places took notice and then they made that it's pretty cool to see how wow. something people were creatively making make it to the In- mainstream ingenuity yeah see, i'm weird <laughs> I, I couldn't eat that if you gave me a bag of doritos or any chip full of cheese and toppings i would be so fucking irritated and ask for a plate <laughs> yeah it's... i'm 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 like a raccoon i don't like to have dirty hands when i eat steven and i have had the immortal argument of our boneless wings technically mm-hmm. wings um, he stands firmly in his incorrectness, saying they are not. They are not. I agree with him. <laughs> Agreed. Thanks, Preston. But no, I love it. If you watch me eat ribs, I love a good rib. What do I do? I take 45 minutes cleaning the meat off the bone, oh. throwing the fucking bones in the trash, and then eating the meat with a fork. You heard it here, folks. You can go ahead and unsubscribe to this podcast. You're fucking listening to a savage. Yeah. <laughs> just just get, get fucking dirty, dude. I am a, it's a rib. ass basic ass bitch, man. I don't like it. I will. I, here's a fun fact for you. After I clean off all the meat off the bones, I will go wash my hands again, like a dirty raccoon, because I don't like having dirty hands. <laughs> I'll eat it with a fork. <laughs> what a wild ride and so many twists and turns this episode, folks. Yeah, but this is a wild. Yeah, I had episode. I had two bags of chips under each arm, a bag of salsa I'm carrying between like both thumbs and index fingers, and I'm like, I could probably balance a uh, jar of cheese sauce on top of this salsa. I dropped the cheese sauce and I caught it on the top of my foot like a fucking hacky sack. <laughs> And Tony saw it, and the guy at Quick Trip saw it working, and like somebody else saw it, and everybody's like, "Are you a ninja?" <laughs> it was amazing. That's awesome. But I think that's all the time we have for tonight, folks. <laughs> for sure. We could probably keep on going for a hell of a lot longer. But no one wants us to. Oh, zing! <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. All right, guys. Well, Steve, plug some stuff. Let's get out of here. Cool. Check out our Instagram page at PXL Paranormal. You can uh, check up there for the episode art and all that stuff and little cool little doodads on that stuff. And check out our Facebook page, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast. And that's where we also share the images as well. And we share the posts on there and get the likes and all that stuff. It really helps out when people share the episode because that means more people will check us out and potentially listen to the show. Sorry about Hell that. Yeah. yeah, and guys, please uh, jump on Insta- Instagram. Jump on iTunes and give us a review if you would. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcast app, please jump on, give us a rating. We would greatly appreciate it. It helps folks. Yeah. 
it helps folks find us. It helps us understand what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but uh, there is one one-star rating on our rating list. They didn't leave an actual review of why they wanted to give us a one-star, but we do have a one one-star review, folks. Just one, though. Hell yeah. We still got... We'll take it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, hell. Like Michael Jordan said, no one will be everything to everybody. Boom. Except Michael Jordan. Everything else <laughs> like, is five. <laughs> Everything else is five stars anyway, so you know what? We'll take it. Fuck yeah, dude. Cool. Awesome. All right. And then uh, I want to give a shout out to Chad. Um, we know a lot of Chads, but Steve, we were on Xbox the other night, and uh, a guy jumped on named Chad that's a listener of the show. So yeah. I just want to say what's up, Chad. What's up, dude? Sorry I friended you on Xbox two weeks ago and then ghosted you. I just haven't been on my Xbox. <laughs> It's a busy month for him. Oh, yeah, that's true. Lots of lots of hand cramps from drawing. Mm-hmm. That that's joke almost said. almost got out of hand. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, zing! Um, and then please check out the rest of the shows on the Pixelated Sausage Network. Check out Pixelated Sausage. Check out Attack the Backlog and Amazingly Baka. Thirteen Nightmares, which has come back from the grave, folks. And then Mark's uh, YouTube series, Attack the Backlog. Preston, what do you got? And as always, if you need a beard, if you want a beard, if you want to grow the best goddamn beard possible, check out BigDobsBeardBomb.com and use promo code PXLPARA for 20% off your order. And then, you know, if you got the Rona hair going on and you need to get it razzled and dazzled, go over to www.CutsByColin.com and book an appointment with our boy Colin today. Boom, shot. Cool. Please stop on down to CD Trade Post at Pawnee and Seneca. Stop and say hello to Leslie and the gang down there. Check out the new specials they got going. And then check out our friends down at Fast Print at Harry and Rock Road if you're in the Wichita area. And then lastly, guys, this episode will come out this Friday. So this Saturday night, let me get my dates here real quick. This Saturday night, the 17th. You have one last chance to catch the Friday the 13th Triple Feature, Part 5, 6, and 7 at the Starlight Drive-In here in Wichita, Kansas. Monday the 19th at the Starlight Drive-In. Please come join us and check out Evil Dead 1, Evil Dead 2, and the wonderful zombie flick by Fulci himself, The Beyond. Preston, you coming? Also, um, No, because I'm going to be at Sean's house on Saturday. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Monday the 19th. Oh. Yeah, I'll check my schedule. Come on, man. It's your favorite movie. Even if even if you can only make one movie, it's still worth it. Yeah. It's Evil Dead mm-hmm. at a fucking drive-in mm-hmm. in the fall. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Enough said. Yeah. <laughs> I had nothing. I had nothing. If you missed it on Monday, though, guys, you can catch the encore of the final show of this year's Scary Movie Mondays, aka I'm calling it Horror Fest 9.5. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, October 24th, you'll have the encore of Evil Dead 1, 2, and the Beyond. Cool. All right. Well, guys, we've gone on long enough. If you're still with us on this show, God save the Queen and God bless you for holding <laughs> on because I know that cart just fucking tipped over a long time ago but yeah a lot of fun uh we hope you enjoyed it and we'll catch you next week for the beginnings of what i promised to be a long but entertaining episode
All right. Cheers to the weird shit in the world and those of us who love to talk about it. Stay spooky. Stay on the paranormal highway. The cast that Pixelated Paranormal would like to thank you for listening to this week's episode. Pixelated Paranormal is here to tell you tales of the fantastical, the strange, the unknown. Tales that will move you a little further down the paranormal highway. If you'd like to share your own listener story, we would love to hear it. Email us at pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. Again, that's pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. We'd really love to hear from you. Again, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange.